1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
2: k Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you guys enjoyed the game during Crosstalk. Kevin Haglund here alongside Corey Majors, Mike Bassick. He knows it's Alec Medford running the show today. I and do today. with us on a Wednesday,
0: it is Derek Holland. Good morning to all you fine folks. I know Ow. when Derek comes in because it's Power Ranking Day. Right? That's true.
3: No, I just went the uh, Mike condom over there. Got to be safe. It's very important. Hello there, Kevin.
4: Hey Corey. Thanks for being ready. I uh, <laughs> <laughs> I finished Jack Ryan last night, so that's done now. And what season is that? that was season three i believe okay. it was fantastic i enjoyed it and i started watching uh coach prime this morning so we're oh. gonna see how oh. they built jackson state
0: do you have paramount plus i do 1883 amazing 1923 didn't you just tell us what three episodes in, 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 in don't, i don't know what no. happens mike 1883 is amazing 1923 okay. don't tell people three what episodes happens in, and it is awesome okay gotcha. gotcha. i watched yellowstone i believe episode four episode five last night and it's still slow and it was okay but yellowstone i'm kind of done with but 1923 right now with harrison ford really good
4: all right all right i'm, I'm like I'm, I'm a huge fan of harrison ford uh i really i always felt like in star wars they never should have killed him uh, that oh, was kind of disappointing. He wanted I didn't to die in Return of the Jedi. Was that, you didn't know? Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, man. I always ruined it for me. felt that way. Well, that's tough. That His came out a long time him. ago. Man. Yeah. Uh, Next but-
0: Kylo Ren. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so so but you know I'm betting I'm betting he lives uh the entire way through 1867. It's 1923. I right. feel like you know that. I'm bad at years. I'm really bad at years. Mike's good at years. Have you ever noticed that about Mike? Yes. Like ask him what Maverick was on the team like name a, like four Mavericks from the 1991 Cherokee team. Parks. Yeah, and he's just, just rolling Donald them out Hodge. there. Yeah.
0: He's oh, really good at that. I can't remember if it was Don Nelson who said Donald Hodge or Sean Rooks is the best third string center in the NBA. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) That's where we're at as an F organization. Is we're talking about if we have the best third string center. Too bad we don't have a first or second string. But we got Christian
4: Wood, and he's supposed to be on with us today. So looking forward to Christian Wood. That's right. Wait, we get him today. Yeah, we got Christian Wood today.
0: Indeed, we do. Two year extension.
2: And if you want, really hate him here. It's really weird how I keep seeing people pushing. Like, isn't that great news? And I'm like, (laughs) sure. If you're in the Mavericks and Christian Woods, like that
0: sounds fantastic. Then Great, yeah. but why would he do that? It's like, hey, guess what? Cowboys are thinking about offering in the offseason CeeDee Lamb a two-year extension. Yeah. I think that C D Lamb's going to want more than that. But it sounds great for the Cowboys if he just wants to sign a two-year deal yeah. for, uh, you know, a small amount of what? money.
2: Yeah, like I was listening to G-Bag yesterday talk about CeeDee Lamb, and I, I wish they would have been like, you know, it would be great. Is if the Cowboys offered him a four-year $60 million extension, then I would be sitting there and be like, yes, mm-hmm.
0: let's do what that. What about a
4: two-year <laughs> yeah. Uh why hell well, we'll
0: actually add an extra million. Yeah. Two years at $31 million for CD <laughs> Lamb. That's... How happy are you that the the Cowboys are stepping out on that Lamb?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so when I continue to see people circulate that around, I'm like, sure. I 100% understand why the Mavericks would be interested
4: in so are you going to ask that. him today if he's going to accept that? Yeah. You know what? First question.
2: I'll be like, hey, what do you think about the dumb idea that you would take a two-year contract extension? And he'd be like, I'm glad you said that was dumb. <laughs> I, I don't know if that is exactly how it would play out. Now, Derek, I want to give you the form and the opportunity. I'm not going to harass you like Sean Sharif. I loved on Twitter when you asked, when the hell did you become such a big TCU fan? Because every big TCU play, it seemed like he directed a tweet at you when you were at the game.
3: Yeah, and I, I'm I'm okay with that. You know, it's uh I do get on the Cowboys quite a bit, especially with Sean. Um, and I you know, his even his little Texas Tech love. Uh, but you know, it's just one of those things, you know, you gotta accept it. I, I talked a lot of crap um because I believed in my team. Unfortunately we didn't win. We were not the team of destiny like the TCU Frogs are. We got the uh I got this. Hypno toad in front of me. Uh, Who so, drew
2: that for you?
3: I'm not even going to mention names Alec, because I'm not happy
4: about it. It was Alec Medford. He printed nope. it up. Oh, I'm not even, it Don't, it don't up even to give his name credit. That nope, was don't nice. even
0: throw it out there. Well, yeah. hey guys, Luca has one as a pet.
4: <laughs> what?
0: Luca has one as a pet. He has a horned
4: toad. That, that's, isn't that different than the hypno toad? Aren't horny
0: toads extinct?
2: Why would you look directly at me to answer that
4: question? You seem
2: I like a know. person who went they to school. You <laughs> e- know what a horny toad is? <laughs> <Yeah>. They aren't
3: <laughs> extinct. I don't know. I they were. Uh, we, aren't also, you excited though? we get wood today?
2: Yes, I am always excited about that. Getting are you, wood? Are you going to root for TCU or against TCU?
3: Uh, yeah, I, I want TCU to win. I okay. don't want to see back-to-back SEC championships. Um, again, I got to give a shout-out to Evan Skow, who... One he's my bullpen catcher, so I got to take him out there. He went to TCU; it was a big moment for him. So it was cool to watch that. Like for me to be able to be there and everything again, back-to-back years. Unfortunately, we didn't win, but it was still a cool thing to see. Like somebody else's team go on and get to watch that. You know, they got snubbed in what was that, fourteen? Yeah. So to be able to see them do that, I think it was it was around that time. But to see them get snubbed and then now they got the chance and they're proving it. They're showing themselves. Again, I know I'll get criticized for it, but that Big 12 defense still isn't that good, so that's what worries me the most about this game.
2: Do you guys want to do a little horned NFL? toad
0: talk? Do you? Okay, they're they they're not extinct, uh-huh. but they are an endangered species. There you go. There do you they go.
3: like? Do they squirt out stuff at you? They're
0: actually lizards. They are. Yeah. And what did he say?
3: They squirt out stuff like poison. Like sort of, yeah. I don't know. One well, of those yeah, lizards true. does that. Well, it sounds like, like we're gonna have
0: horn. toad. Goes- discussion later in the show. I'll, I'll research horned toads, toads or horned lizards uh-huh. for Mike Likes It. Okay.
2: I man, like that uh, better than the other <laughs> Mike that was Likes a good It topic, topic too. that we talked about before the show. No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Yeah, no right. praying. Do you Next, guys want to do some NFL fact or fiction? Let's do it, man. Thank God. Can we pray about that? Oh, my gosh. Nope. All right. No. NFL fact or fiction or fiction or nonfiction if you prefer, Mike. Oh, they scored out. The Cowboys... That's even
3: more amazing. I just saw it on here. They're telling me on the the Twilos. All right, Corey. The Cowboys (laughs) will
2: host a playoff game this postseason.
4: Fact or fiction? Ooh, that's tough. The the odds say fiction. Uh, The odds say there's only like two opportunities to make that happen. Hold on. I know what to do, Corey. What's that? What does your heart tell you? Fact. Absolutely. (laughs) What's better than fact? Your heart is opinion. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. Fact. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I really thought you were going to try to spin that. Is no, it's what, not. What's a bitter? What's a, a more emphatic word than fact? Because my heart is nonfiction. Telling me that uh-huh. That's gonna that it's a guarantee that the
0: nonfiction is fact. The, so
4: I guess here's that the thing. Correct. The Eagles need to lose. They correct. will. San Francisco oh. needs to lose to get the one. get us to get the one. But you can still host one if the Eagles lose. That, correct. And that's good. Like that's a positive thing because sounds like Jalen Hurts is struggling a little more than anybody really expected. And his head coach was like, hey, he he heals faster than you do. And I like that he talks big and everything. But the reality is you have a quarterback that has an injured shoulder. And we've seen how that affected the Cowboys in the past when Dak had an injured shoulder late in the season. So, I mean, why wouldn't it affect Jalen Hurts anymore? He was already, you know, he having a good season.
0: I said yesterday, Derek, that the Cowboys have no excuse not to be in the Super Bowl this year. Brock Purdy is a third-string quarterback. I get that he's playing well. He's throwing, you know, touchdowns left and right, two touchdowns per game every start he has. But it is a third-string rookie quarterback in the playoffs. Yes, you have Jalen Hurts now, who is hurt, and I'm just listening to G Bag Nation. I'm going off of Brian Broaddus, who is great at this. He has the information that Jalen Hurts isn't going to be better. He's going to probably play in the playoffs, but he he's has going to play to, different. Right, or he he's play, more susceptible. Right, or if you and look. You should do this. I hate saying this. You should do this if you're the Cowboys in a playoff game and you want to take a late hit. So, what? Take a 15 yard penalty, bury that shoulder into the ground, and play Gardner Minshew the rest of the game. All right, fine. 15 yards. Sorry, you're out of the game. Backup quarterback. Let's see how you do in the playoffs. Like, take advantage of this shoulder in the playoffs because it's not stable.
3: As somebody who's dealt with a shoulder injury, it's not, you can't just come back and be lights out. He's still going to have to find his rhythm again, get all of his timing down. I also wanted to point out, too, that I made the prediction before that the Eagles would lose at least three to four games way back when they were undefeated. You did. And now, on here top of are. that, they've yes, we're here now, but they also created the bad karma going into the Salvation Army bucket during taking the Cowboys the game, out. taking the money out. They have not won a game since. They've played like dookie since then. And I see them losing this week, and I actually think they'll lose the first round. Or when oh. they play, whenever they play. Well,
0: I mean, if they lose this week, they, will they be would have, the first have to play You do know round. that Daniel Jones isn't playing, Saquon Barkley isn't playing, the, the oh, Giants aren't going to try. I didn't know that. Okay. So they're, they're not trying in this game. They're going to take their buy. You know what, though?
4: Bye. I think Dave's not trying is trying. You know okay. what I mean? You see what I'm saying there? Dave's can, he can get anybody to go out there and play, play who, well. Who
3: is the backup for the Giants?
4: Jason good. Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> That's a <good laughs> Kurt Warner was at one point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, yeah. Um, that would be the only thing. So I, I'm, I, no I think the Cowboys get it. Jason Garrett. So I'm going to go out
0: But you, but oh, you're not willing to say that it's not. He might be backup quarterbacking than that Sunday Night Football. You thing are not trained.
4: willing to say to guarantee that it's not Jason Garrett because you don't know the answer. I know. I
2: that's interesting. It's Tyrod Taylor. I was going to admit I don't know <laughs> offhand, but it is not Jason Garrett. <laughs> he's actually
0: a good backup. Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, yeah he the a medical staff.
2: Yeah, he's a from him. He,
4: he can. Be, I think he can beat Gardner Minshew. They, I mean, if, they, if that's the way they rolled that out there, I think he can go out there and win that game on uh, against them.
3: Is he the best backup in the league?
4: Minshew? Yeah. Cooper Rush. Yeah. Come cool. yeah. on, oh, man. He went 4-1. and one. You're right. Sorry. Honestly,
0: Jimmy Garoppolo probably was. Yeah. <laughs> <I've>, the 49ers <laughs> he's are like, heard. we who got a they- couple <laughs> <of> options. <laughs>
3: so
2: Does that the- mean Jimmy Garoppolo's the best third-string quarterback in the league?
3: Who who do they play? Who do the Niners got then?
2: The, the Niners have a walk game. Arizona. Yeah.
3: Oh.
0: No, no. Kyler Murray, they've packed it up. Corey's right. Okay, no Statistically, no it doesn't manager. look great to host. <laughs> Coach bro. Since we brought up the Giants. I have a factor fiction. Okay, great. Do you think there's any other animal that shoots things <laughs> out of their eyes? Because I forgot about this horny toad thing. And uh-huh. I, it, I, I mean, snakes use their fangs, right? I don't think any snake shoots poison out of their eyes. I don't think any mammal uses their eyes for other than seeing. So I wonder if the horny toad is the only eye squirting creature.
3: There, there's videos of people that can whatever shoots out their eyes, but it's like, I don't know what it is. Milk? Not venom. Well, Yeah, duh. You didn't say it has to be venom. Yeah, kind of, obviously, sure every,
0: every, every mammal has tears, I think.
3: You would think <laughs> so? Right?
2: I no, don't no. know the answer to that question, Mike. I All was right, hoping fine. you had
0: done some research about it asking, to help yeah, me so That's how you ask us questions. We don't know. You're saying fact or fiction, and then we have to kind of give our opinion. So, fact or fiction? Is there any other creature I say that fact. Shoots, poison say, out of I life? say in fact. Here,
3: in the, in the Twilos, they say a fish does it.
4: Yeah, there is. I just saw a picture
3: of okay. there as a fish. I
2: was just going to say Boom. fact because of the numbers Twolo's game. I don't thing. know the
0: answer. I'll just say fact. You're because, correct. Okay. You got it right. <laughs> yes. Derek just confirmed I it. I confirmed. <laughs> a fish called Wanda did it. <laughs> I don't think that is right.
2: All right, since we were talking about the Giants, NFL fact or fiction, though I really enjoy this segment. Wales. Giving extensions to Jones and Barkley will doom this franchise.
0: Yes. it yeah. will make them average for the, rest, for the next five years. They're an average team at best. Daniel Jones cannot run the table in a playoff situation. I mean, I know Cowboy fans worry about Dak Prescott, Corey, but Dak Prescott is better and will always be better than Daniel Jones.
4: He's made he's made some big throws late in games. They've relied a lot on their defense, though, like late in games. They're they're very similar to the last couple of weeks for the Cowboys. Sure, there have been a lot of big moments where they've said, "Oh crap, we couldn't get keep the drive going. We got to turn it over to the defense." I don't think it's anything that's going to take them over the top, but. I think what Dable wanted to do was establish some stability in that place, and he's like, look, I got this high enough. Now let's build the rest of the team around him and see if that can be good enough. But he's, he does have to prove at some point that the offense can, that he can be the guy that leads the offense on the drives, that ends games, and that closes out games for them.
2: NFL fact or fiction, the Jets are the saddest franchise in the NFL. They have now mm. missed the playoffs for 12 consecutive years. The longest-running drought in the NFL. Is this fact or fiction?
0: I say fiction.
2: Is there a team you would like to replace them with? You don't have to, but I'm curious if there's I mean, a no- if you're just
0: going over 12 years, I get it. But I would say right now Houston is in Ooh, worse yeah. shape. I know that they're going to most likely get a franchise quarterback in the draft or at least try to make that guy a franchise quarterback. But I feel like the Jets have a lot of things in place. If they're able to get Brock Purdy, Trey Lance, Lamar Jackson, you know, uh, Jared Goff, there's going to be quarterbacks available, whether through trade or possibly through draft. And I know it's going to be tough for them draft-wise because they can win games. They can win 10 yeah. games if they had an average quarterback. I mean, we just—I kind of am not a Daniel Jones fan. If Daniel Jones was on the Jets, they would have won 10 games. They just need that one thing, and they have a good enough team to win 10 or 11 games next year.
2: Do you want to take leave? I want to say No, the no, rounds. I was just sitting up for a second. I no. was going to say the bro- Dude.
4: We were just in the playoffs last year. Well, that's cool. And but and and then like, what happened? You lost your quarterback, got a new, brand new quarterback. Let's and see. you know what? He's starting to pick it up. Okay. All he right. started
3: off slow, which I predicted that's how it was going to be for not playing for two years. You get to jump in and slowly get your rhythm. Him and Amari Cooper have a great thing going. He loves Njoku too. I mean, he's he's spreading the ball out perfectly. He's doing his he does job. Loves Njoku, doesn't he? Yes, he does. Didn't I did
4: not notice that this weekend? I was like, oh man, that's, that's they so really needed to that's make that contract think, pay off nobody's I mean, ever been able to maximize Njoku. Like he, he has yeah, all the ability, but yeah, I, I think
3: he's that. gonna. I think next year, this is my bold prediction: they will be in the playoffs next year. I think I like to. This is going with my heart. They're gonna win the division too. Next year. Next year.
2: Woo! What happens to the Bengals?
3: They're a wild card. <laughs> okay, <laughs> they screwed up. I mean they they finished strong. They're a deadly team right now. But they remember how they started off last year. So I mean this year. So let's. Well, they let's lost see. their
0: long snapper. That was the only reason they lost to Pittsburgh.
3: do <laughs> no, what
0: an what an
3: S show that game was. I had kind of
2: forgotten about that. But yeah, that game was wild. And then Corey, this one is just for you, Ryan Dable. Has locked up Coach of the Year? Are
4: you kidding me? What? I I think there's too many options. I, I, I I, want to say Sirianni. I think Daves did a really good job of setting the table uh, for himself to get it. But there are lots of different options. Guys that lost quarterbacks. I mean, Mike, you've been talking about your guy Mike McCarthy lately. Yeah, he deserves. He deserves. You uh, about to say Doug Peterson? Oh,
0: the worst team in the (laughs) NFL goes over 500 and wins the division. You kidding me? Dougie Fresh, baby. In his first year as the head coach. You know what? Just because of that, I
2: got a bonus for you. The Jacksonville Jaguars are good enough to make trouble in the AFC playoffs.
0: If trouble means winning in the first round, I'll say yes. I wouldn't. Most likely, it's going to be the Chargers that they play. And the Chargers aren't a team that... They have a great quarterback, too, but they're not a team that seems to, like, go on runs or win or like, oh, no, you're playing the – that's the first time the Chargers are going to be in the playoffs under this kind of coach and under this quarterback. So I think they can win around. But at that point, I do think Kansas City, Buffalo, Cincinnati are dominant in that AFC. So I don't think anybody can beat one of those three teams unless those teams play each other.
2: We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, let's talk a little stars. Plus, I do believe we're going to talk with our Dallas Cowboys insider, Mickey Spagnola, right here on 105 Through the Fan. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Alec, I'm going to warn you, when Mike likes it, rolls around, he probably is going to have lots of questions and statements about the origin of your name. So just be prepared for all of that. One of the questions includes, which came first, Alec or Alex? So I want you to be prepared for that. But right now, brought to you by Ford. Built for Texas, built for you. It is our Dallas Cowboys insider, Mickey Spagnola. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Now, I was curious. I was going across a couple of things on DallasCowboys.com, where, by the way, you can read Mickey's fantastic column, Take Nothing for Granted, in this NFL. I had a different DallasCowboys.com question is, do you think, because we're always trying to reinvent statistics in the NFL here on the KNC mm-hmm. Masterpiece, is based on a mailbag question, can we create a team interceptions
6: to take it off <laughs> some of the quarterbacks? Boy, uh, yeah, that w- that that would be. Uh, I don't know how objective that would end sure. up being, right? Uh, like, who's gonna make that decision? Uh, yeah, I I agree with it, and uh, I guess you would have to go back and look to decide how many of those what is it 14 15 interceptions he has now Yeah we
2: could we could figure this out I remember I, when I, I saw a thing that was like here's Stan Musial's war and I thought no they didn't keep
6: war during those days so we can retrofit all these stats Right yeah exactly and it, uh, so 14 interceptions I bet uh, almost half uh, at least 5 right Tip yes. passes yes uh drop passes uh and then you know, you would have to know, but uh, take somebody's word for it, uh, poor routes could contribute, like the, the quarterback's trusting that the receiver's going to do this and he does that. Uh, so, yeah, there's a few things that go into those 14. But I think the, the good thing about all that is it hasn't hindered them scoring points. Think about it. Sure, they're, they're uh, they are second in average points per game, almost twenty nine a game, and that includes the first the the games two through what five with when, no dak with, with no DAC. So since he's returned, and if you go past the first game, because that first half. Look, he was trying to get back in rhythm, right? The second half of that f- first game back, I believe it was Detroit, they ended up scoring 18 points in the half. And from then on, they have scored at least 27 points in every game. Uh Is that so good? That's pretty yes. good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And that's why they're winning. Uh, you know, defense gives up 30-some points and you score 40. Uh, that kind of offsets uh, – you know, any problems. And if you look at Dak's numbers, too, uh, his completion percentage is is real high. Touchdown percentage is real high. Um, touchdown percentage, uh, is real high. Um, the only thing that's too high is the interceptions that are not all his fault, but they've been able to overcome those interceptions with basically how good this offense is. Are we ever going to be able to make it without James Washington? <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's kind of sad. It is. Um, you know, the injury got in the way, and they were then kind of making sure, waiting on him to ramp him up and not do it during weeks when they weren't going to have, you know, more than one practice. Uh, and then he finally gets out there, um, and then two games later or whatever it was, uh, T.Y. Hilton shows up, and he seems to be the real deal. And, you know, there's only so many receivers you can keep active on Sunday. Uh, That aren't going to be able to help you on special teams. And so you already have, you know, if you want, I don't know how you want to, you know, classify Cavante Turpin, you know, I guess you can use him as a wide receiver, but he's a special teams guy. Uh, And then, you know, Washington, they tried him on special teams. I don't know how that much that worked, that game or two that he played. And then, you know, Hilton's not playing special teams. And C.D. Lamb uh, and Gallup aren't playing special teams. So, yeah, uh, I think he got caught in basically a numbers crunch. And they didn't make a counter move to fill that spot yet, did they? I haven't haven't seen that. But I'm thinking uh, they – have run out of elevations on the practice squad guys moving up to be the backup center. And so I'm thinking somebody's got to go to the 53 to be able to do that.
2: Do I tie it into to practice window being activated? Depends, uh,
6: depends how soon he's ready to go. Okay. Um, You know, because, you know, he's been out. You know that he's been on there. It's been, I want to say, more than four weeks, maybe. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, you know, at some point, you, you know, maybe they say, okay, you're good enough to be the backup. When um, when I talked to him on Monday, he said, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm expecting to start practicing, and he said, I'm, you know, I'm good to go. Uh, but they ran out of the the call ups with uh, Shel, Shel, Shelby gosh that's terrible on my part isn't it they remember all the guys on the practice squad? right uh, I remember his first name's Dakota anyway if it kind of else. feels
2: like the game we played where Mike had to name
6: employees here at the I fan. heard about that yes, yes. <laughs> Shepley I said I, Shel- I said Shelby <laughs> Shepley right and they they used his up and I think this last game they used uh Hoffman's up uh so now it's like okay now where do we go from here so somebody's got to probably get moved to the 53 uh, to back up since if McGovern's going to be he, – here's your backup center. He's going to be starting. Uh, Biotis will be out. Um, you know They're hopeful maybe by that first preseason game that he can return. Yeah. yeah, a preseason playoff. I'm going to need you to get it together, Mickey. Yeah, we can sorry, do this. Sorry, sorry. I'm thinking about too many things, right, at the same time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, so uh, that's something that they got to take care of uh, going forward.
2: And then I I was kind of, when we were talking about the turnovers by Dak, one of the things that we've discussed quite a bit is the Cowboys are looking to become the first team since the Steelers back in the 70s to lead the league in turnovers forced two consecutive years. And one of the, one of the reasons is as much as we talk about that pass rush, they also lead the NFL once again in forced fumbles, which clearly goes hand in hand with the pass rush.
6: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And, um, you know, we've been talking about these last several games. Oh, there's no sacks, this and that. Well, they've got 51. and, If they don't get another, that'll be the most since they had 53 in 1986. Wow. Think about that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you want to see more down the stretch in these last few games. But uh, overall, uh, the pressure on opposing quarterbacks has been pretty darn good now. Obviously, no one's gonna catch Philadelphia after they had. What did they have like back-to-back games with six and seven, something yeah. like that? Um, but yeah, they've been they've been pretty darn. I think they're third right now in, in total sacks. So uh, that's got to keep up, and that's one way to protect your defense, uh, especially if you're playing without two of your top three cor- cornerbacks. Um, you know, the the best way to stop these quarterbacks is to put pressure on them. The best way to stop wide receivers put pressure on the quarterback. And so that ne- that trend needs to uh, pick up over since these last few games. But overall, during the season, they've been pretty darn good uh, getting the opposing quarterbacks.
4: What do you what do what they what's the most important thing to clean up before uh, with this game specifically against Washington? Before heading into the play. You
6: know, I think they need to come up with a plan on how to run the football when teams say, no, you're not going to. Um, this last game against Tennessee, and by the way, Tennessee came in uh, to the game with a number one or two uh, uh, defense against the run, so they've been pretty good at it. But what they did is they end up playing a five-man front. It was almost like the old bear defense. Yeah. Uh, and then they were blitzing, they were run blitzing their inside linebackers. Uh, so basically, they were devoting seven guys to stopping the run and sometimes a, a safety too. Uh, but, you know, there are times when you want to run the football. There are times when you go out there with two and three tight ends or two tight ends and one of them's a, uh the third one might be a fullback. And you're saying okay i'm going heavy i'm going to run right at you well you got to be more successful because in the last two games uh they've averaged 2.7 and 3.7 yards a run and that's that's got to be better even if teams are sitting there going okay we're going to stop you uh you know you may have to kind of game plan it and and say okay you're going to load it up like that uh, but i'm going to do this in the running game but in the meantime When that hasn't been working, they've been throwing the football pretty darn well as long as it goes to the guys with a star in their helmet.
2: Excellent insight, as always, good sir. We will catch up with you again tomorrow. All right, talk to you. There you go, Mickey Spagnola from DallasCowboys.com. One of the things that we didn't dive into extensively just quite yet, and I don't know how much you guys care, is quarterback. As Jeremy Fowler is reporting, that Taylor Heineke is going to play, but they will also Use Sam Howell some nice and Car- that's your guy. Yeah, that's You're a right. Big Sam Howell guy. That's right. Draft. And Carson Wentz will mercifully be inactive, thus Why? likely ending his tenure with the Commanders. That's I would the assume. one I wanted to play against. Uh, sure. How is what's the hierarchy? Is it Heineke is
4: the one you wanted to see the least, and oh. Wentz is the most? Yeah, absolutely. Because. Wentz is the one that the team has quit on, and so I wanted the whole team to just walk into the game being like, why are we even here? Our coach didn't know that we could be eliminated from the playoffs. Right. uh, And uh, we got the worst quarterback out there. Like, (laughs) I wanted the the Mm -hmm. whole thing, them walking into the stadium going, we're going to lose. Okay, so probably get Heineke and
2: then... A little bit of Sam Howell I, along the way.
0: I do wonder this, and I know I asked Stephen Jones, and he said, You can't do this or can't plan for this, but I just wonder if New York Giants aren't trying at all and Philadelphia is trying very hard, and it's 21 to 0 at half, Philadelphia is winning.
2: If you shift. Do
0: you at halftime, you're winning, let's just say, hopefully 20 to 10, something like that? Yeah. Do you go, guys? It's 21-0 to in the other game. New York's not going to all of a sudden play anybody that matters. Let's put in Cooper Rush. Let's let number 34, sorry, I forget his name. Mike Uh, Davis? Yeah, let's put him in and let's not run Zeke or Tony Pollard anymore. This game now doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what we do in the second half. Philadelphia has proven that they are better than the JV New York Giants team let's not let's not get anybody else hurt in the second half of this game
4: even with the score at, 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 at close or like
0: i'm saying if philadelphia is winning by 21 oh, yeah, half, yeah. if philadelphia is winning by 20 yeah. to 10 yeah. 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 yeah let's just say even if we're even if it if you're yeah, if it's a close it out, game man. like you're just like if philadelphia is winning 17 to 7 sure, at yeah. halftime i think you have to keep playing Absolutely. you're like hey anything can happen it's it's 10 points but
2: do you think like and i I, I'm sure that question might get asked to McCarthy, and I don't know if he'll be like, "Yeah, no, we'll definitely pull all the guys." But do you think they're
0: they got to be like closely monitoring that game, or at least somebody I think the coaches in the organization? But Stephen and Jerry and Will McClay all should be monitoring that, and all should have a plan of letting the coaches know, "Hey, we're going to let you know at halftime where we're at." Because I agree. if there's no reason in the second half to go, we're going on. Can you imagine if? Philadelphia is winning by twenty four points early in the third quarter, and then all of a sudden, because I think this is a topic, can you believe Tyron Smith stayed healthy this whole time? I
2: i have been and he's played very well. Right, so I'm super. So like, would you want to play that?
0: Tyron Smith the second half, knowing how fragile his body is, if there's no chance of advancing to the one or two seed?
2: We're the KNC Masterpiece Intriguing Question right there on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, it's time for Baseball Nuggets with Mike Bassick
0: and Eric Holland. Today is Power Ranking the Power Rankings. The Power Rankings for MLB 2023 have come out next.
5: All right. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward.
2: KNC Masterpiece back here on 105, through The Fan. We got Derek Holland riding along with us all day long. And now it's time for some baseball right. nuggets with Mike Bassick and Derek Holland.
0: First nugget is check the run sheet, you moron.
2: Yes, Mike. Agreed.
0: Can't wait for 1120. We already got a
2: new segment. Don't worry. How about the return of Are You Better Again? How
0: about Ooh. this, Corey and Kevin? Because your name Kevin and Derek. I did have this on the weekend, as in I was preparing for Nuggets. On Monday, I had my Nugget on the starting pitching staff, which was I think they can win 90 games because of this starting rotation. Tuesday, I put they can't win 90 games because I don't think the bullpen is ready to win close games, enough close games late to put yourself at a 90-win team to make the playoffs. And today, I had power ranking the power rankings because we're going to do that at 122 for the nfl and i thought well what a good day to do that for major league as mlb.com put out their 2023 power rankings where teams are today obviously more moves can be made you can sign other players you can trade for other players i don't think the rangers are completely done with their offseason i think they will look to add a bullpen piece and i do think they are still looking at left field I'm not saying that they're going to figure it out. They wanted to sign Michael Conforto. It just yes. ended up that he signed with San Francisco. They didn't get him, so they use that money for Nathan Evaldi, but I still won't be surprised if the Rangers try to work on something to get a more stabilizing piece in left field. Because remember, center field really isn't a stable position. They have Leoti Tavares. They have Bubba Thompson. And they have two young guys that they like, but you don't know if they can really contribute every day at a major league level. They've shown abilities to do it, but they haven't shown the consistency to do it. So – Power ranking the power rankings, guys. I think this is really easy, even though they did lose a major piece. Who do you think they. The Astros. The Astros, who finished 106 and 56 last year and won the World Series, is the number one power ranked team. Yes, they did lose Justin Verlander, but. According to me, my rankings, oh. they have the best left-handed starting pitcher in Major League Baseball today and that's Framber Valdez. And they have, remember, going into the playoffs I'm like they have six starting pitchers. They literally when you only need 4 come playoff time, they had six quality starting pitchers. So losing Justin Verlander hurts, but they had 5 ready to go. Is
2: it is
0: it insane
2: if I think the team that Verlander went to is Maybe number two, they got to be pretty two. high up because one of the things. You know,
0: you stole Jacob Degrom from them,
2: and and one of the things though is I saw in some places their betting odds increased with the acquisition of Justin Verlander and losing Jacob Degrom, and they were yeah. a good team last year, so
0: you have to assume that Verlander is going to start more games than Degrom. You don't know I think that, that, but you have to fair. assume that. This also says in them being ranked number two, they say somewhat based on the assumption that Carlos Correa will come to an agreement with the Mets. And I have been gone since that all fell apart.
2: So I was just so, yeah, I was just reading something from Ken Rosenthal. It said the terms of his massive contract are expected to look, quote, dramatically different now. What that means, I have no clue, but
0: there could be an out after three years with the organization. There could be obviously way less years. There could be just a two year contract. It could be a two year contract or a three year contract, like with the Twins, where there's an out possibly on both sides. And Carlos Correa took his out with the Minnesota Twins. And um it, I guess it'll work out. We'll see. We'll see if it works out in the end because he might be just signing the two years left on his Twins deal with the Mets.
2: I was going to ask, I don't, I don't know how much we want to get into all of this, but when they check the medicals, it's not just contemporary medicals, right? Do, don't they go through, like, your medical history, yes. or am I off base about uh, that?
0: Derek, I mean, you would know more because you're a current player. Uh, how much do they look at your medical history from the start of your career to where you're at today?
3: So I'm not going to say who, but I had a team talking to me before I, you guys had heard about it, and they looked at one of my medical records, didn't like something from three years ago. And that's like, you know, if you want something updated, look at it now. It's going to be different than what it was. Could be better, could be worse. You never, you got to look at, to me, I think now. The big thing, too, is before you even, like, once you sign with a team, you go get an MRI. When I signed with the Red Sox last year before spring training, it was, we got an MRI on my shoulder, my knee, and then they wanted to see my elbow just to see how it looks. Okay. So it was like, and knock on wood, I've never had Tommy John, but that was one of the things. They just want to see how my elbow looks going forward everything was clean and good to them they signed me and then took off so something that's that's they will look at some things to me I'm very concerned or curious I should say of what really is standing out that they don't like about Correa that's from whatever five or six years ago or however long it is
0: yeah I don't I've heard it's his possibly throwing arm but it could be his back remember he had back issues early in his career and Uh, You know, backs are scary things when you're already dealing with a possible back situation, whether it's spine or something at 24, 25 years old. I don't know. So uh, the Braves are number three. The Padres are number four. The Yankees are number five. So those are your top five power ranked teams. I find it interesting that the Dodgers, who win 100 games every year, win the division every year since pretty much Derek's been in baseball, This is probably the first time ever going into a season the Dodgers aren't power-ranked in the top five.
3: I want to say something, though, too. You talked about the Astros with the best lefty in the game right now. So where do you see Rodon? Since he is with the Yankees, I feel like they've got a good one-two punch with Cole and, and Rodon. Yeah. Where is he then as one of your lefties? Because I'd have to look at years, everybody,
0: he's been, um, but
3: he's been dominant the past three years.
0: Yeah, I think Robbie Ray's a, a really good lefty. I'm not saying he's better or worse, but I think he's in the conversation. One guy that, you know, off the top of my head. That well, I mean, he I got think a of, Young,
3: didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he's I would say he's number one. Okay. Just because he has the plate to show it.
0: Yeah, I guess because what I saw Framber Valdez do, this is always kind of when Madison Bumgardner did what he did in the playoffs and pretty much won the World Series with what he did. It kind of ranked him ahead of everybody, and I feel like what Framber Valdez I just saw in the playoffs kind of elevated him to another level.
3: I'm not. There's no argument. He's great. So I, f- I find this
0: interesting because I do want to talk about the Rangers here. The Rangers aren't in the top ten. But the Rangers are number thirteen. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh man, Corey's head snapped
2: immediately. Your thoughts about the Rangers not being in the top ten? Well, they
4: were. They were what? Maybe highest was eighteen last year. So it, it's it seems right. Uh, it's just okay. The, the fan in me, Mike. Right. The, my heart tells me let, they should be number one.
0: Let me though help you out here with this. No team ranked in the top 12. I'll even go as far as this. No team ranked in the top half. The top 15 finished under 500 last year. The Rangers are the only team ranked in the top 15 with 30 major league teams. They're the only team that jumped from being a non-500 team last year to being power ranked in the top 15. So I do think it's good. And, And here's the deal. It's tough to do this. The Rays are 86 and 76 last year, a somewhat perennial playoff team lately. The Blue Jays have proven that they're a very good team. They're number nine. They won 92 games last year. The Mariners in your division have had back-to-back 90-win seasons, and they added to their team. They didn't subtract. They got Teoscar Hernandez from the Blue Jays to add to their lineup, and they have a very good starting pitching staff. And then the Dodgers are seven, and the Phillies who were in the World Series are six. So when you look at... All right, why aren't they in the top 10? Well, all these teams are winning 90 games or in the World Series or perennial playoff teams. So I do think the Rangers are ranked correctly here because you're taking a 68 win team that it shows how much at least MLB.com, Derek, loves their offseason.
3: I I agree with that. I think if they wanted a higher ranking, I think too, it stands out as health. You know, you're going to, you're, you got this rotation, which is a really good rotation, but it's all about staying healthy. They have Degrom, who is a guy that we talked about in the elevator on the way up. He's got to get to 100. What was it? 120 innings that we said, or?
0: Yeah, I would like for him to be at 130. But I would like for our starting five. I talked about this on Monday, Derek. I want the starting five guys, and that would be in any order: Degrom, Evaldi, Gray, Heaney, and Perez. I want them to start 120 of the 162 games played this year for the Rangers. If they do that. If those five guys combine for 120 starts, I think the Rangers have a good chance to win 90 games. But if you're starting to say those five guys combine for 100 starts, well, that leaves me 60 yeah. games where I'm starting and nothing against Glenn Otto or Dane Dunning or whoever it is. That leaves me in a tougher situation. Or Ode Rizzi could step in in those situations. But I need them to win 90 games. I need them to make 120 of the 162 starts. Agreed. All right, so – I just want to really quick talk about the bottom five teams, and this is where if the Rangers – I just wonder this. If the Rangers would have gone into this offseason and said, look, we're just going to develop yeah. Jack Leiter and Kumar Rocker and Owen White and Cole Wynn and we're just going to see how it all plays out. They would be in that mix. Out is the A's, the Nationals, the Pirates, the Tigers, and the Royals. And when you look at their win total, 60, 55, 62, 66, and 65. This is who the last couple of years the Rangers have been around. That's, yeah. that's their company. That's why you got the number two pick. That's why you got the number three pick. And though this year is a little bit different they moved to four? I believe that is correct. Yeah, they moved from seven to four, I believe. So they had the seventh worst record in Major League Baseball last year. So, so for this a, is still a hell of an elevation. So, yeah, think of that. The team that was the second worst team in all of baseball in COVID, the third worst team in the year after COVID, and tied for the sixth worst team in all of baseball last year, they're saying we believe it's one of the top half teams in Major League Baseball. That's a huge, at least – mental jump for a lot of major league people to get to that one of the worst teams in baseball the last three years is now one of the better teams in baseball going into the season
2: and are the a's doing anything except just biding their time till they can get the hell out of there
0: yeah and they just had for the first time in probably two decades or more they didn't develop a core of guys to replace whether it was chapman or matt olson or a couple of their starting pitchers that have gone other places i mean you went through it Derek. When you're with the Rangers, and I know other teams, but when you're in this division, it just seemed like the Oakland Athletics, they would lose guys. They can't afford to pay them because nobody shows up to the games, horrible stadium, horrible, all this. But they would have a group of three or four guys that would come up and replace these guys and be pretty good and then end up being good. And they just had a bad developmental kind of run here.
3: But they developed the thing going through the system because I played against Oakland the entire time of my, my career, my early career. They developed pitching. Their pitching has always been lights out. Every time we would come up, it's like, oh, here we go. There's another stud that they got. Here's another guy. They just kept doing it. And then they would, like you said, they just shell them out. Because it's like, I felt like they were like, "Eh, it's okay. We don't need to spend money. We've got this guy coming up. Then we got this guy coming up. (sighs)
5: Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact